Hello everybody, welcome to this week's Bad Book of Wrestling Podcast. This is episode 66. Today, as you can tell, Smoothman is not here. He is doing some sort of coaching or something we don't know. So today I'm here with Chris. Hello. Hello. And our special guest today, the Bad Booker's Guest League winner from last year, Mr. Kevin Chapman. I feel like I should have brought my trophy with me. I've left it in the house and I'm feeling a little bit upset about that. (laughs) I want to go and get it. I think we should start again. I know this is is audio, (laughs) so it doesn't matter, but I want to have the trophy just in my hand the whole time. And you should be introducing me as the best in the world, surely. (laughs) Maybe not. Maybe if you win this week's predictions, which is obviously Fight which for the Fallen is and for Extreme Rules, if you do well on these, maybe you'll get a second trophy. And then I guarantee if you win a second trophy, when I will start singing Best in the World Team. Good. Damn. Greg Hamilton style, not Mike Rome style. <laughs> How that are we was all really today? bad. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. How are you doing, yeah. sir? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I watched England trounce the Aussies earlier on, which is fantastic stuff. And it's been a nice, nice calm day. Kevin, how are you? I'm delightful. As always, lovely I'm stuff. I'm always delightful, yeah. Shall we jump straight into the news for this week? Yes, or there is news. Anyone else wanna... There's news. First thing I've put up, because Smoothman's not here, so we have to have a New Japan talk, obviously. Can I just put out, on that note, just, just <laughs> because I've got to get some Smoothman bashing in, because I sent him a message saying I can't get in touch with anybody, we've had some issues connecting with each other to record Twitter, this podcast. On one. So, Smoothman's the only one who I could message because he's the only one that I know in real life. So, I sent him a message. But the previous message, because we don't chat very often, the last message Smoothman sent me was on the 5th of January 2018. Bear in mind, this is New Japan Man. The 5th of January 2018, just saying, Kev, is Jericho versus Omega worth watching? Oh, oh, oh no! Smoothman, so, Yeah, if he's trying to pretend he's Captain New Japan now, that's a very recent development. Oh, that's <laughs> a pun title for you. Has been outed. <laughs> well, no, how many? Are we like five minutes in. Shots being fired everywhere. Oh yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, I've got plenty. I've got plenty. I've got them written down. Don't worry. You get. You carry on with your little news. I'll let you we'll know when I want to roast Smoothman again. Um, it was day one on. Saturday? Last Saturday or Sunday? Something like that. There was five matches. It was in Dallas. Wasn't it really poorly attended? Um, it, to start off That's all I really know, to be honest. And hard, it was all on the hard cam side as well. So you could see all the empty seats and it was just a bit naff, but it did fill up, um, during the event, which was good to see. But we had five matches in the G1 Climax. We had Lance Astra versus Will Ospreay, which was, Nearly my match of the night. It was a really good match. Lance Archer, was, it was probably the first or second time I've seen him wrestle. He earned a fan out of me that day because he did excellently. And Will Ospreay's best wrestler in the world at the moment. So, yeah, but it was Will Ospreay that lost to Lance Archer, which okay. was a bit of a surprise, I must say. Uh, bad Luck Fale beating Evil. Zack Sabre Jr. losing to Sonada in what was a very, very good technical match. Um, Kenta defeating Kota Ibushi, which I, I got Kenta Ibushi winning the whole thing. So to lose to Kenta, which kind of makes sense, but Kota Ibushi's a big star in New Japan. So at the same time, it doesn't. Um, I'm, 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 I'm assuming that's why Osprey lost, because you've got to get... Kind of, yeah. If you're going to have Ibushi go and win the whole thing, 
you've got to have Osprey losing more than him. Akada and Tanahashi need to lose more than him. So you can't have Kenta lose his first match in New Japan. But well, the way I see it is Osprey's um, not Osprey. Ibushi is the standout favourite, especially after losing the Intercontinental Belt to Naito in the neck no neck spots. Uh, match, which was fantastic. This match wasn't as hard-hitting, but it was still hard-hitting at the same time. And then the main event, which was probably my match of the night, it was a very good night. Um, Akada beating Tanahashi, two best friends. Um, but New Japan, day one of the G1 Climax was very good showing, I must say so myself, if very poorly attended by Dallas. You've let me down, Dallas. Next one, day two, is on Saturday at 10am, if you want to watch it, New Japan World. Only nine ninety nine. I don't think it's free. There's not enough surprises. wrestling this weekend, so let's squeeze some New Japan in as well. <laughs> yeah, squeeze some New Japan in. There's probably some other stuff. Get on to that. Um, <laughs> the Young Bucks revealed in an interview with Chris Chris Van Vliet, is it? He seems to be interviewing yeah. all the big big boy wrestlers at the moment. He's awesome. Um, if you haven't they revealed him, in an awesome. interview with him that they were they were certain they were joining WWE at one point, uh, but Tony Khan came to them um, at the right time with an idea. Of AEW thoughts, I think it was a. Uh, see, I, I've had a little sort of little look at the interview. I've seen some sort of like some bullet points of it, and I'm surprised. I, I, I think there's one part where they mentioned where all three of all, all three of them just sort of standing together. Yeah, it wasn't just the Young Bucks; it was Kenny Omega as well. Yeah, yeah. Go, well, you know, they got offered um, a much lighter schedule as well. They got offered basically WWE were bending over backwards for them. And then Tony Khan came in and went, hi, you have lots of money and go and do what you want. Uh, I mean, yeah, out of the two, I probably would have picked AEW myself, start my own thing. With... Oh, if you've got a chance to run your own company, Damn. do your own thing, get paid probably more than you would have got WWE with creative freedom. It's a no-brainer, really, isn't it? Yeah. Kev, any thoughts? I think you it was... Perplexed. No, I think it was... I think we all did expect them to go until it just kind of all came from nowhere, the AEW thing. So I don't think it was a huge surprise that, that I think certainly Kenny Omega, there was huge rumors at the time that he was going to be going. And I think mm. it kind of, we all kind of assumed because they'd been saying for six months before the AEW announcement, wherever they went, they were all going together with, with Cody and Paige. Yeah, and the interesting thing I in thought, that. the first thing I thought when they said this was, oh, it's just the three of them then. So they didn't have Cody involved. They didn't have uh, Adam Page involved. Well, we all knew that Adam Page had a contract for NXT at the time, didn't he? Um, offered to him at some point. I assume it was around the same time. So maybe Cody wasn't going? Maybe not. Maybe he would have stayed in Ring of Honor. Well, or, or everything's turned out well then because now Ring of Honor's gone. Um, oh, in that same good. interview, Matt and Nick confirmed that they have made it a priority to take things... Um, to resolve things even with Pac and to get him on the shows. Obviously, with uh, scheduling issues with Dragon Gate and we're going to assume not being able to lose because he's their top champion, which makes sense. Hopefully, they get resolved because we all have a bit of Pac over here. Yeah. I, I don't know much to add to that, to be honest. Um Eric Bischoff reportedly will start work on SmackDown as of next week, so after Extreme Rules this week. And apparently, what I read earlier on was um, any plans that they had in place for SummerSlam, they're allowing for Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman to stick their nose in and... Hulk Hogan in the main event. Excellent. Yes, Kevin Nash will return. (laughs) Yay! 
a new um, NWO. Fantastic. A masked man in a very rhino-looking shape uh, returns to Impact Slammiversary over the last week, attacking Michael Alging with a rhino-looking spear slash gore. Uh, rhino is reportedly still contracted with WWE until the 17th of July. Uh, but WWE have also reportedly said that they didn't mind this happening and won't take any action on Rhino. Even I assume what they actually said was, it's only Impact. Yeah, it's only that TNA. It's only Impact and it's only Rhino. It doesn't really matter anymore, <laughs> now, does it? Um, keeping with Impact, LAX and Johnny Impact's contract have both expired, apparently, uh, with the company, with LAX being offered deals with WWE and AEW. Have you any of you seen LAX in action? I've seen little snippets, and from what I've seen, they're pretty cool. Um, they're not just pretty cool. They are very, very, very good tag teams. LAX is WWE, and Johnny Impact becomes Johnny Elite. That's what I think. I think he'll go Elite. <laughs> I can see it happening. Surely he's Johnny Dynamite, going back to his Johnny Nitro days. <laughs> <laughs> he's got, John, Johnny Dynamite is a much better name than Johnny Elite. <laughs> Obviously, at the moment, his wife, um, Valkyrie, I think it is, knockouts champion in Impact. So I don't know what's going to happen with her, whether she's leaving or not. But I don't know. I was thinking, I thought it would probably be the other way around. I, I, I don't think I would be against John Morrison, or whatever he's going to be called, Johnny WWE, to return to WWE. He's, I don't he's know why a tag, any tag team would go anywhere rather than AEW at the moment. That's, that's what I was sense. thinking. That's what I was thinking. Maybe they can be the ones to shake up the divisions. Or as opposed to all the other really good tag teams that are there and not being used. No comment. <laughs> Aaron Stevens, formerly known as Damien Sandow slash Damien Mizdow, has announced that he will return to wrestling after a two and a half year break. Brilliant, because he had such a good run in Impact, didn't he? I, I really wouldn't mind seeing him in WWE again. Because he he, the guy is hilarious. Yeah, but he got found out very, very quickly when he was given a singles run in TNA. Don't give him a singles run then. Yeah. He did did a few WCPW shows as well, I think. Um, I was the intellectual when he was dealing with Adam Redacted. But yeah, I think he'll he'll probably do a, a tour of the indies, if you will. And then go up, like get a swans, or get a big payday somewhere, MLW, someone like that. I was the name out of the hat. Don't crucify me, Wolfie. I don't know how much you love it. <laughs> MLW. Um, he'll get a big payday somewhere, and then probably retire again. I say again, I didn't know if he retired in the first place. Apparently, um, I did. Are we talking about this scrap or not scrap that happened? Oh, this Joey Janela and Enzo thing. Yeah, but it was a setup. Didn't Joe Janela? Didn't as far as I know, I it, was think a it looks like a massive work. Yeah. Yeah. And then people going, oh, Enzo to AEW confirmed. No. But it made neither... I mean, Enzo, I don't think at this point can look good. But Joey Janela, AEW star, hardcore genius, getting thrown on barbed wires, can't beat up Enzo Amore. Enzo's bigger than him. Yeah, but Joey Janela's <laughs> hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It... It, I honestly think it was just boredom at an event where they were, oh, he was a wrestler, yeah, let, let's have well, a was it? it was a um, Blink-182 event, wasn't it? Wow. Blink-182 concert. I didn't even know they still going, so maybe they didn't like their new songs and they started scrapping, or not scrapping. It's a bizarre thing that I think after a lot of alcohol seemed like a good idea. 
knowing Joey Janela, he probably was a bit a bit drunk. There's one more thing that uh, from from that Chris Van Vliet interview that that they mentioned the gimmick jet. The CM Punk thing. No, no, I, no. I, I CM Punk thing sort of. I, I skipped over it because it's CM Punk and it's like he might yeah. be going. We're talking to him. Like, yeah, yeah so. it's it's the same generic response that we get every time. It's that we'd love to have him, but it's not the right time for him. Clearly, it will be someday, and I'm sure he will turn up sometime. But um, it was uh, basically the Young Bucks basically confirmed that the the, the chair shot was a gimmick. I, I, the chair was gimmicked. Even it though it was wasn't gimmicked, because it was still an unprotected chair shot. Um, it was basically very... I keep saying basically, but it was very... Then they thin. saw it or something, and then Sean Spears still hit him in the wrong part. Well, I yes. heard it was basically like a, a foil baking tray for a seat. Yes. Either way. That kind of material, but then it wrapped round him and the metal hit him, because it yeah. was still, still a metal chair. So the bendy bit in the middle that they had gimmicked, obviously that just bent, so the, that's why it hit him in the back of the head. So... Either Sean way, don't do unprotected out. chair shots. Stupid. Exactly. It was stupid. I saw you had a moment on Twitter, Kev, about <laughs> if they, it. Well, yeah, because... A, a very understandable they, moment. If that's what that company's going to be, I'm not interested. It was, you know, they've, they're have they they're on thin ice in a number of areas at the moment. I love... I've really enjoyed 75% of each show they've done. But in the last year, we've had Penis Druids... We've had unprotected hair shots. We've had Cody bleeding at every event. It. We've had a really, really brutal hardcore match, which crossed a few lines, boots off onto thumbtacks kind of thing. I mean, it's... I don't know. Someone's going to get really badly hurt on live TV. And well, it's going to... How many stitches does Cody have? Well, is that, well some, someone's going to break their neck on live TV. Well, Phoenix is in the company. We all know what he's like. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> or someone's going to get killed. Or, you know, they're, they're trying to be edgy and different and they're pushing it a little bit too hard when I don't think they need to because they've got so many incredibly talented wrestlers. And when you just let them wrestle, it's awesome. They don't need to, they don't need to do Joey Janela things. Apparently, I don't Mr. mind. Was furious. Oh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Apparently, you Mr. Carl was afterwards. incredibly furious about that, about the chair shot, and it was like, "No, we won't be doing that again." Mm. He Good. was very um, um, backtracking. Yes. Um, sorry, as you were. I was, I was going to say something. I can, oh yeah, I don't mind the Harkov stuff. I don't mind the blood because um, it kind of makes it feel just a bit more authentic to me. Not, but then, in levels but if you if you're taking it too far though. It's, if it's every it, time, it's, then yeah, it just, just becomes it. gratuitous and pointless. Mm. I, if you're I doing it every single show, that main event, the the Moxley Janela thing, I d- it, what what was the point of that? I get it was fun, but it was it's not as if they'd been in a huge feud. It's not as if they hated each. You know, where's the story that tells me why he's taken off a man's boots and dropped him feet first on thumbtacks? If there's no story to it, it's just violence for the sake of violence, and that's stupid. I think it's just because they're, they're two hardcore lads and they wanted to Well, that's really that's really dumb. Just well, give, give, me, Legos, give but... me a story that leads me to that, and then it makes sense. That's it, what I do. I do feel like I watch AEW. That's why I hated the... Um, Jabali Nakazawa match. I'm there for AEW, some proper serious wrestling in action. Tell me a good story. WWE at the moment, we all know storyline wise, hasn't been the greatest it's ever been. Um, to put it nicely, 
so it's a it's nice to have impact uh, impact but yeah nice to have aw be a bit more serious so when they have someone getting hit over the head with an inflatable flamingo it's a bit like i can't be asked i watch ddt for that that stuff you know yeah what were you gonna say chris i interrupted you i i i think it's I think the reason for the hardcore match is it's what's associated with John Moxley or yes. Dean Ambrose or whatever. It's associated well, then with that Well, then do Moxley, Jimmy Havoc, where there's a story. Oh, they will. They, 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 will. they could have they done. There's no story with Jerry Janela. But it there's not been no enough sense. time to develop the story yet. Then don't do that match yet. But it, they, just, they needed the they main event. They need to keep the fans happy, don't they? Yeah. And fans and, and, wanted and, to see Janela and Moxley. Yeah, that's what, that's what fans wanted to see. I, th- I think at that time, it, it, I can see why they did it. I mean, it was I mean, for me personally. It was a, okay. It was a cool match for me to see. I don't think as long as it's not a regular occurrence, they don't throw one of those out every week or every pay per view. Then, okay, fine. But uh, yeah, sometime down the line, you will get Moxley and Havoc. It has to happen. It will happen. It will happen. Shall we go into Raw and SmackDown, or shall we do one of the predictions first? Two predictions. Um, one one thing that I, I would like to mention, uh, it, it's to do with Impact. I don't really watch Impact Wrestling very much, but I've seen this Sammy Callahan and Tessa Blanchard stuff. It's yeah. mad. Have you seen any of it? I I, I was going to buy Impact uh, Slammiversary like I did last year because uh, I really really enjoyed last year. There was no hype for it at all that I saw this year, uh, and then I saw it was twenty quid, and I'm like, no, twenty quid's quite a lot. I can't be asked for to pay twenty quid, so I didn't buy. It. I haven't seen. I've seen she brought out a golden bat uh, to yeah. mimic his black bat. But other than that, so I yeah, I've I've seen sort of snippets of it floating around on on Reddit and Twitter. So if you do have a chance, try and get to watch it. It does look really good, and there's sort of people saying now the impact of the underrated wrestling show now, which is something I never thought I'd hear anyone say. They were last year's anniversary was insanely good i loved every minute of it but then again it had the likes of pentagon on there which yeah. obviously he won't be there anymore uh, i'm trying to think who else was on there tommy dreamer who does his own stuff now he had a fantastic match with someone Sorry. i can't remember who. He had a fantastic hardcore match um the knockouts over there the women's division tessa blanchard is probably one of the best female wrestlers in the world yeah I just don't have the time. <laughs> like, yeah. Impacts on a Thursday night. After watching Raw on Monday, SmackDown and 205 Live on Tuesday, NXT UK and NXT on Wednesday, do you fit, uh, come Thursday, I don't want to know what wrestling is for the rest of the week. And then it'll be AEW some point coming exactly. up quite soon. It's just like, sorry, Impact. You intrigued me last year, but not this year. Not with all the stuff going on. Should we move on to Raw, or shall we do a predictions, like I said? Let's, we'll let's, do Raw. Let's, I guess do Raw, go on then. Let's do Raw. We'll run through it quickly because predictions is the main part of the show. I'm yes. certainly going to need you to recap SmackDown for me because I haven't watched it. So I need to know you all about missed. that before the predictions. I thought, <laughs> Chris Eubank would say, I thought SmackDown was very stupendous. It's but we're talking stupid. about Raw. So <laughs> um, we kicked off the night with no 20 minute promo Yay. mental scenes from the lads backstage. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch. Oh, oh. okay. Versus Andrade and Selena Vega. Uh, which I'm was not the dumbest I'm match in the world. I'm but not it was an elimination match. Yeah, it was an elimination match. Explain the match to me. 
I don't understand. It was the dumbest match in the world. Before that, like once Selena Vega had gone, I was like, like a steel cage match when it's elimination, like when it's a tag team steel cage match. One of them goes, and it's just like, I just like. Do you remember the Hardy Boys versus the Bar? Vaguely. Was it 2017 or start of 2018 when Jeff Hardy? Hardy even left the ring, and even Jeff inside the, the steel cage with both the bar members. Just like we just screwed them over, mate. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what, what would have happened if Andrade um, had got the next same pin? As this one. Yeah, and it had been Andrade against Becky Lynch. It'd have been funny, but yeah, yeah, yeah like, I, I get your point. It, <laughs> it made no it was sense. An absolute nonsense match. I, I, I could yeah, agree. Lynch couldn't. and Rollins, obviously, <laughs> they won. Um, I, I just want to see a single suit between Rollins and Andrade because that would just be insanely good. Then but we're not going to see it anytime soon because um, WWE. Paul Heyman spoils potentially the appearance of Brock Lesnar at Extreme Rules, saying that he might cash in. He, what was his words? He, he hasn't done a spoiler since Brock broke the streak in at WrestleMania 31. Yeah. So you could... So you might think I'm lying, but I've never lied when it comes to spoilers or something like that. Yeah, and he's basically, is he gonna he's cash basically in? saying he's either going to cash in on Kofi or he's going to cash in on Seth. He did appear on both shows. Walking past Seth during this one, as Seth was getting beaten up by uh, Baron and Lacey Evans at the top of the ramp, Paul Heyman just walked past them, looked at them, laughed. Yeah. Once the mat down, he walked past... Um, one of the interviewers before Kofi came in. So he's teasing uh, it. Is Brock cashing in on Sunday? I don't know yet. The big rumour is he's cashing in on Kofi, isn't it? That's, it, it, that's it, what the internet seems to be telling think, me. So that he, they, so that SmackDown have a the big star ready for the Fox. Brock Lesnar's yeah. then their champion. Because you can't go to Fox with Kofi yeah. Kingston as your champion. No. He's not a big enough name. It, 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 it might. But then, but then Roman won an SB or whatever it's called. So, or something like that. I can't remember the exact terminology. He's won all sorts of, you know, he's getting a lot of mainstream focus now with the whole sort of leukemia. But he's on Raw things. more often than he's on SmackDown. Yeah, but yeah, he actually had a match on SmackDown this time. <laughs> so, there's a, there's a, that's it was his list. first appearance on SmackDown for five weeks. Yeah. I think it was five weeks. Yeah, well, well I think we should, yeah. Let, let, let's get to that. Um, so, yeah, Paul Heyman, that stuff. He's always a good promo. Can't really complain. If the first match didn't make any sense, this would make probably less sense. The Usos and the Miz versus the Revival and the Lies in a two out of three falls match. We love that. Keep that going for those commercial breaks. Mm. I, I, I have nothing to add. It's just a match. Take that a drink happened. of water and I'll move on. Kev, do you have anything to add? No, it was stupid. It was just stupid. I didn't like how the Miz there's, danced in the ring with the Usos. There's a reason white. I didn't watch SmackDown this week. This is the week where I just had enough. Really? Raw, uh, Rey Mysterio issued an open challenge. Bobby Lashley came out because going through the uh, LED Titantron doesn't affect Bobby Lashley, apparently. Thoughts? Lashley murdered him. Yeah. Good. yeah what, Welcome what, back, What Ray. was the point of that as well? What, Rey what Mysterio returns mean? for an open challenge and just gets murdered. Especially considering Paul Heyman is supposedly high on Braun Strowman. So, presumably, Lashley's getting fed to Strowman at the weekend. Yeah. So, you've used Rey Mysterio to build Lashley up to yep. then be beaten by Strowman. This is Rey Mysterio. He's better than both of them. I don't understand. Big guy. Little guy, in it? 
Sweaty little men. guy versus big guy. Cesaro versus No Hey Jose. Cool. Um, Cesaro basically just killing every killing whoever he faces at the moment to lead to so that he can lose to Alistair Black. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's not complicated what they're doing. <laughs> um, the Viking Raiders versus Colin and Devin Justin, local competitors. Devin Justin was actually on Two Hundred Five Live as well this week, pulling double duty. Oh. Viking Warriors, they're good, aren't they? They're really good. And they after the match, like expected. Yes, after the match, um, a certain twenty-four champ, twenty-four-seven champion, came up in the ring after being chased. And did you see our truth jump in the ring after him and just looked at the Viking Raiders and just capped his pants? Yep, essentially, and it ran was awesome. The R-Truth Drake Maverick stuff is the only good stuff on WWE TV at the moment. It's awesome. I don't. I love those two. Hate it. It's honestly. It, yeah, is anyone I'm, hating it? It's the only good storyline uh, they've got. I was going to say on Twitter, but it's Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I wasn't a fan of Twenty Four Seven Tile at first, but then honestly, this true stuff just converted me like that, and yeah, I love it now. It's fantastic. Tr- truth. I know, Chris, you weren't a massive fan of R-Truth a few months back, but you're a big fan, I would say, now. I am now, yeah. Convinced. And Drake Maverick, Rockstar Spuds. Has, I love him. He's he's taken this and just got both hands on it and has ran with it as far and fast as he can. Everything he's done, especially those videos at like Disney World and um, in the airports with his wife, have just been fantastic. Um... Next up, Ricochet versus Luke Gallows, and then Ricochet versus Carl Anderson. Good to see the club are going strong. Yeah. Five-year deals, boys. <laughs> Huge five-year deals as well, apparently. Because they turned down the standard half-million-dollar ones. So they're on big five-year deals. They're not complaining. They're not... I think <laughs> they'll probably be happy enough to take the fall for a, a wrestler as good as Ricochet, to be fair. Um, and then afterwards, AJ teased again the second rope Styles Clash. Said he wasn't going to do it because he's a good guy. Sounds a bit Tamatonga-esque. Only if Ricochet stayed down, because Ricochet is a baby face. He, he stood back up. And phenomenal forearm straight to the face. Ricochet Excited for the match on, on Sunday? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. But Ricochet does need to work on promos, man. He's, he sounds really monotonal. What business does Ricochet have talking? He's Ricochet. Yeah. He doesn't need to go anywhere near a microphone ever. But just go out and be Ricochet. Just give, just give the likes of Miz, Joe, Kevin Owens. We'll get onto that. Um, <laughs> just give those guys mics, and they can talk. They'll do other people's promos for them as well as their own. We don't need Ricochet talking because he can do ten flips without landing on his feet. Exactly. There's so no the reason for that man to ever open his mouth unless he's breathing. Fair yes, enough. please uh, breathe. Yeah. <laughs> we had um, Beat the Clock Challenge yeah. with Bailey versus Sarah Logan and Nikki Cross versus Dana Brooke. Nice to see Sarah Logan back. What the hell is she doing with Riot Squad, Triton, Tron, and music still? No oh. idea. Re- oh, Good yeah, to see that's Dana right. Brooke she on TV re- again. She did have the Riot Squad, Triton, Tron. Oh, they literally in big, big letters, right? Riot Squad. Just give us. It made even less sense because beforehand they did like a side by side interview thing. Bailey says, 
she split up from the riot squad literally in a promo she's on her own she's no longer with the riot squad why why is she Comes not coming out, out with the war raiders now i don't understand she dresses like him she's married to one of them why is she not just part of that it would um, make sense. why is nikki cross no longer part of sanity i don't think they like women in men's stables very odd well hopefully Heyman will put a change to that yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like their main event for the next pay-per-view is that, either. No, I know. I've got times here. It's like every time Bailey beat Sarah Logan in 4 minutes 32. Nice. So it gave Sarah... Um, we'll get on to what the crowd did uh, after I've read out the times. And then... A, where's, there isn't a time for the Nicky Cross match. Like it was quicker, something. anyway. Minutes something, something like that. And... Nikki Cross got to pick the stipulation for their match on Sunday, and it's going to be a handicap match. So it's going to be Bailey versus Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss for the SmackDown. Why is this on Raw? We'll wild card for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Have CM Punk chance. Discuss. Oh, great. Have you have you seen the reason why Nikki Cross has been inserted into this? The whole Sasha thing? Banks is coming back, isn't she? That's the plan. I well, didn't think of that. Sasha, because Nikki Cross even said in the promo that you need to find a friend. You so Sasha a Banks, friend Sasha Banks is coming back on Sunday. Would be the obvious thing. We'll get on to that from predictions. Because <laughs> uh, apparently, uh, I, I've just sort of seen internet rumblings because I love internet rumblings uh, that it's because Alexa Bliss has some ridiculous sinus infection, which is the reason she wasn't on Raw or SmackDown. She was last. on Twitter. She was very, oh, I haven't slept in like four days because I'm ill. Um, it's not a concussion. It's a cold with her. Yeah. Just, just can you not just be fit for at least a month? Um, <laughs> main event of Raw saw Roman Reigns and the local janitor, Gary the Goats Gabbets versus Shane McMahon, Andrew McIntyre. But it wasn't Gary the Goat. He got paid five grand to do bugger all because under the mask it was big Cedric Alexander they were cheering they were celebrating he just got pinned he just got yeah. absolutely booted in the face with a claim one and was like oh we got you it's me Cedric mate go back to 205 should have done lumber really check, good man. that would have been better because no. he started doing all the moves he started doing like I couldn't I couldn't I, I didn't think it was Cedric right at the start I was like I, I was talking to Matt in the DMs and I was at this point he had turned off Raw because he had enough. Um, <laughs> and I said, Who is it? Because he had the back elbow of Andrade, what Andrade does. And he did something else. He, he had kind of like the moveset of Ricochet, and I was like, It's not gonna be Ricochet, obviously not. And it's not gonna be Andrade. Pretty sure you like a the hands, and the hands were like black. That. So it's like, okay. They can't have a white guy imitate a black guy, that would have been a bit a bit dodgy going on. But it was Cedric. The crowd didn't care whatsoever. And that ended. Well, that's because Cedric Alexander ball. spent the last month chasing around after our truth. So why are they going to care about him dressed like as a janitor said, in a main event having just lost? Like I said, go back to 205 Live. You were good then. Yeah. I actually liked what you were doing. Or just give him TV time. That would be fantastic. Give him some 24 7 um, time. Thoughts TV on Raw? Uh, it was. Not it, that it was shit. It was absolutely awful. They, they, it, it, were, I, I, it was boring. It was boring. Yeah. It was, it's a go home show. Go home shows are usually boring. But what wasn't boring 
was SmackDown Live, and especially the opening of SmackDown Live. Yeah. Kevin Owens drops a pipe bomb on Shane McMahon. Discuss. Right. So, Kev hasn't seen SmackDown, so that's that, that probably throws this a little bit awkward, but uh, it sort of starts off... Hang on, excuse me a second. <clears throat> there we go. It starts off with um, Dolph Ziggler and Kevin Owens in the parking lot, and then they have a scrap. And then Shane sends Kevin Owens away. You go away. You don't. You know. You're not. You're not allowed in or whatever. So then it comes up with the title things where it goes. Uh, so so the show starts on SmackDown and then it shows who's who's fighting who. Comes up with Finn Balor versus Nakamura. Kevin Owens. You hear Kevin Owens on the mic go, "Nope, nope." Cut the music and then drops. I don't want to say it's a pipe bomb because it's just that just sounds. A I'm bit just reading. Funny. I'm doing a movement. I'm reading Bleach Report. Oh, fair enough. It's just he. <laughs> There was a lot of screaming, a lot of shouting. It's basically what the Miz said to him. Uh, Miz said about Shane McMahon quite recently, but, but with a lot more passion. The passionate dial turns over a hundred. Oh, a lot of screaming, a lot of stumbling over words, a lot of um, Kevin Owen, a Kevin Owens esque promo. Yes, it was a, it was proper Kevin Owens at his best, and I think this is now, we are now seeing uber babyface Kevin Owens becoming a thing, which I'm fine with. I think that's quite cool, to be honest. Well, apparently. The only reason why he turned here was because Daniel Bryan was injured again. Yeah. To face Kofi. Yeah. It was going to be Daniel Bryan and Kofi again, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I, I was really looking forward to babyface Kevin Owens before. I'm really looking forward to babyface Kevin Owens now. And interestingly enough, it might tie in with the WWE title at some point if he is babyface. Yeah. But we'll get on to that from predictions, shall we? Yeah. yeah he he um, cut down Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon came out, tried, spoke to the tech guys trying to get microphones cut off. He ripped the headset off Byron Saxton, which I really liked, talking directly down to Vince McMahon. Name-dropping all these wrestlers. Weirdly, he said Apollo Crews first. No idea why. Because so says... Apollo Crews is a fucking good wrestler. Is what it is. Yeah, but he's, got, he's just a bit boring, isn't he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so he said, you're taking TV away, a TV time away from the likes of Apollo Crews. Uh, Buddy Murphy, Kyrie Zayn, Asuka, all these people, and it's just what the fans have been saying. Yeah, it was very since cool. pretty much after WrestleMania. And Dominic, Finn Balor started with oh. it started with I think what did he say? He said uh, all former McMahon's were in the ring in December saying that we can listen to the fans now. Well, and all and all we've been given is Shane McMahon or something like that. Which yeah, very good. Yes, it, yeah, it's, like you said, it's essentially what the Miz was saying. But in a done in a better way, I would say. Um, but next up, I thought was a very good match, which, yeah. as we know, should be expected. Finn Balor versus Shinsuke Nakamura in a non-title match. Before the match, I really liked this. It, it popped me. It popped the boys. <laughs> Finn Balor said uh, that he knows how much he knows that Shinsuke Nakamura could. Paint a paint, um, paint a painting of chaos. Now, yeah, okay. New Japan have a stable called Chaos, which just so happens to be what Shinsuke Nakamura is in, popping the boys, as we yes. like to say. Very good match between the two. I yeah, it was good to see. It's good to see a proper Shinsuke match again. It's been a long time since we've seen one of those. But yeah, and he won. Nice. He beat Finn Balor as well. Yeah, it was a very. He, Nothing I don't want to say it was a squash match, but he, he, he hit like three Kinshasa's on Finn. Yeah. And he made it made him look very, very strong. So I can't wait to not see him on TV for the next five weeks. 
Um, contract signing for Extreme Rules. Bailey, mm. cross once again. Alexa Bliss wasn't there because illness and what's not. <laughs> it was all right. No CM Punk chance this time. Was a bonus. Um, I, it was just a, a generic standard back and forth for a contract signing, really, wasn't it? Bailey was basically saying, "Oh, except um, there wasn't a table broken." No, there so, wasn't yeah. this time. I guess they were just sort of standing up and sta- hand clapping on it. Shouting. Yeah. Sort of, um, yeah, what was it? Bailey was saying, you know, why are you doing this? You know, Alexa Bliss is, is manipulating you like she does to everyone else, which, you know, fair enough. And Nikki's um, like saying, oh, how can you get in the middle of this and how, stop trying to drive a wedge between me and Alexa and blah, 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 blah. Which is going to be the inevitable. We'll, we'll, we'll get into predictions in a minute, but yeah, the inevitable is going to happen. I'm finding it a very weird feud to get into at the moment because I'm really, really intrigued what Alexa and Nikki are doing, but at the same time, that takes a lot away from Bailey. And it sometimes I forget it's for the title. Yeah. It's just like, like I love Bailey. I think Bailey's great, but she just feels, she, she feels like a third will, which essentially is what she is at this point. Yeah. Just. No, no, I don't, yeah. that, that makes total sense. It's just, it's a um, shame. Yeah. It's, just, it's a shame. That led into Carmella versus Nikki Cross, which Nikki Cross, um, obviously won. It's good to see Nikki Cross get a massive push, though. It's elevating it someone, her someone new. Someone new, which we can't can't complain about. Um, Tag Team Summit, which pretty much means everyone gets time on the mic, uh, featuring Heavy Machinery, New Day, Daniel Bryan, Jeez. and Rowan. I was going to say Eric Rowan. He hasn't got a first name anymore. All three cut decent promos, I thought. Yeah. Not really anything to complain about. It should be a decent match, hopefully. Yeah, not much else to say. We had a triple threat after that. Um, Otis, our boy Otis versus Hmm. Xavier Woods versus Daniel Bryan. This was a decent match. It made Otis look very, very strong. Well, he's very strong, isn't he? He's a very strong boy, a big strong boy. Um, Otis picked up the win. Kind of as expected, I would say. I don't think anyone sees Heavy Machinery winning on Sunday. No, Kev. Um. I know you've been quiet because you haven't watched that though. Well, yeah. I'm going to get you involved now. Yeah. Um, I I would be surprised if they did. I don't know. I think they're there to take the pinfall. Who mm. is going to be pinning them? Doesn't matter. Main event of SmackDown: Roman Reigns versus Dolph Ziggler. It was going to be Kevin Owens, but obviously Kevin Owens earlier tonight kicked out, like we said. So instead, we have Roman Reigns, his first appearance in five weeks, whatever I said, versus. The man that is Smoothman's Bay, Dolph Ziggler. Still, it was alright. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad. Well, well you know, well, Dolph Ziggler doesn't put a bad match on. He doesn't. No. He's he's a solid. <laughs> to, to borrow to borrow a quote, he's a good hand. Uh, yeah. He's a good hand. No, 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 and yeah, it was it was a perfectly fine match. Uh, I enjoyed Shane on the mic in in the commentary box, or commentary box, whatever the commentary table area whatever it's, whatever it's called and then um yeah i i did enjoy shane giving a massive pop for when um ziggler hit um oh, zigzag went oh my god I went mental for the one two nearly a very 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 close call for a three and then kevin owens comes in stunner happy like that i'm enjoying kevin owens doing a stunner Massive, massive. Now that he's a baby face, it makes sense again. Yes. I think Matt's got a big gripe about him doing a stunner as a heel. Because, yes, 
It's a big baby face move. It doesn't really make much sense. But as a baby face, as long as Steve Austin's all right with it. I think you'll be seeing a lot more Swanton bombs and things like that as well from Kevin Owens and his face as well. well it's not going to be from Jeff Hardy, is it? <laughs> um, no, no, no. I'm just looking at this picture of Roman with a load of the crowds. First of all, I was looking at this 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 new T-shirt that WWE brought out of the man's man. Luckily, no, no one's wearing it. Uh, but there's a hell of a lot of signs in favour of Roman, which I'm, I'm very much liking. Um, liking that. And that was SmackDown. Like I said, I thought it was a, a stupendous SmackDown. It was was definitely one of the best since WrestleMania time, probably, because recently SmackDown has just been, here's what's happened on Raw. So it was good to see. And next week, Eric Bischoff started, my dad. So it's interesting to see what happens with the blue brand moving forward, and hopefully Raw improves under Paul Heyman as well. Prediction time. The time of the week that we all love. Put for mine. Kev, have you got predictions for both? Um, I can come up with some predictions. I'm just looking at t-shirts. I'm baffled. There's an Undertaker and Roman Reigns shirt. What? What on the web on the WWE yeah. website? Okay. We run yeah. this yard. Undertaker and Roman Reigns. Okay. Oh, that, <laughs> I think a little bit of sick just came out. That's just bad. That is um. <laughs> I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Um, I'll buy it. I think I'll buy it. Carry on. Kev, no. First of all, we've got uh, AEW's upcoming events, which is uh, on Saturday evening called Fight for the Fallen. It's for gun violence or people who have been affected. Obviously, there was that mass shooting in Jacksonville. Is it a few months back? Um, it was a few months back, wasn't it? Last year sometime. It was a um, event, wasn't it? I think not all of the... I think it's like 90% or 80%, something like that. The majority of the money that they're making from this event is going towards hopefully making gun crime I was going to say stop but it will never it's America, less frequent <laughs> um, so they've got, a, they've got a wrestling card because that's what they do, wrestling shows and we're going to have predictions Chris goes first because he was terrible at the last one, Stomping Grounds so Chris, if you read if you read Yours and Matt's. I'll read movements and then mine, because I'm last, because I won, because I'm good. And then Kev, <laughs> you can chime in at the end and see if you agree with us. Give your own predictions, and then you'll be entered into the guest league for both Fight for the Fallen and later on's Extreme Rules. So, Chris. First Yay. up, we've got the hardcore deathmatch lads. Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, Darby Allen versus MGF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara in the pre-show or one of the pre-show matches who have you gone for and why I have gone for the team of MJF Sean Spears and Sammy on the basis that if we're trying to keep this whole uh, wind mean something then MJF needs to win something sometime soon he needs to be involved in something that wins and if Sean Spears loses his first match as a heel that's just that's just crap so yeah for me yeah it, it makes sense um, I've gone with the, with the MJF team. Matt has gone for, uh, I believe he's gone for the same. Let me just undo that. Yeah, he's gone for MJF, Spears and Guevara. Reason being, got to be some sort of dusty finish with the MJF and Spears on the same team. But in case there isn't, uh, isn't this team has to be wrestlers who will get a push. Yes. In bloody deeds. Smoothman has gone 
for the opposite. He has gone for Jimmy Havoc's team. Uh, team Jimmy Havoc, Team Hardcore Deathmatch Lads. He says, those three should not be losing because they are all nut jobs. Classic Smoothman description there. Sense. I've gone for Team MJF as well. Like, like you said, you've got to make Sean Spears look strong with this feud coming up with Cody. MJF just can't lose because he's just getting better and better. Sammy Guevara, I couldn't care less, if I'm honest. But Jimmy Havoc's already lost, Jerry Janela's already lost, and Darby Allen's already lost. I know MJF has already lost and Sammy Guevara has already lost, but I think Sean Spears is the, the spearhead, if you will, uh, in this match, and he needs a win. Um, yeah, Kev, this is one of your ones towards the guest league. So who have you wow. gone for, Team Hill or Team Hardcore? Um, I think the, the Hardcore lads have to win because MJF was first to the ring to fight Sean Spears off. These two don't get along. So... Surely this is just going to be the story of them two. It's going to be their story. The whole match. The other four are just there to help those two tell their story to set them up for a match later but down the line. If wins and losses matter, and he's going into a feud of Cody. Wins and losses matter. Wins and losses matter to a point, but if it's a, if it's a completely self-inflicted loss, obviously it matters less. If these two end up just brawling and leaving <laughs> this little fella who just jumps around a lot against these three nut jobs, then they're going to absolutely batter him. They'll probably do something utterly disgusting to him. They might get themselves disqualified while the other two are fighting each other. Is that a rule in AEW? Probably. It's wrestling. Wrestling rules. They change everywhere. Second pre-show match, Sonny, which was added last night, I believe. Sonny Kiss versus the librarian, Peter Avalon. With the other librarian, Lever Bates. I've gone for Sunny Kiss for reasons that I have none to add. I just don't know. I just guessed. Completely not a guess. No logic, no rhyme, no reason behind it. So I've just gone for Sunny Kiss. And Matt has gone for Lever Bates, hoping. And the reason I mean, being... Lever Bates is not in the match, so I don't know where he's gone up. Uh, okay, so I presume you've got Peter Avalon in this one. So, hoping uh, to introduce him as Master Bates, no idea, was a one in three shot. It's not, Matt, but okay, we'll, we'll, we'll go with that. It definitely says with and not furses. Matt needs to <laughs> stop working every night and sleep so he can read properly. Smoothman didn't, because he just said in the DMs that he's going to go for Sunny Kiss, so he didn't give a reason why I'm also going to go for Sunny Kiss. And then... After, I think, I think after Kev gives his predictions, we can talk on whether or not we like the librarian gimmick. So, Kev, who have you got and why? Well, as much as I would like to see the librarians being killed off by losing, they're the ones who've got a storyline. So, I think Avalon has to win because they actually have a storyline. Whereas Sunny Kiss, I don't think we've heard much of since the initial announcement of the signing. She was we? in the, um, that, what's it called? Casino Battle Royale thing. Oh, okay. She was in that. So, yeah. Um, who have we got up next? These are not in order of match cards. These are just in order of what I thought would be nice to see. Brandy Rose versus Ali. Interesting one, Chris. Uh, it's got to be Brandy, really, isn't it? It's it's her first match in, in AEW, and they've got to keep her looking reasonably strong, I presume. So I'll go with Brandy in that one. Matt has gone for, she's part of the NWO, she ain't losing. I presume that is going to be <laughs> Brandy Rhodes. Yeah, Brandy Rhodes. Smoothman has also gone for Brandy Rhodes for 
The reasons, do I even need to explain why? Push your mates and wife. Which is why I'm going to go for Ali. <laughs> I'm also going for Ali because they've done so many Brandy Rhodes training montage bits. I think this, yeah. is, this is how you put Ali over really strong. And from she's one of your proper from, wrestlers. From what I've seen from BTE and this Rhodes fight with the Fallen and whatnot, <clears throat> and that emotional interview with Brandy Rose and her ice skating story and whatnot, yeah. it just made me think, Ali's definitely winning here. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, I've gone for Ali. Kev's gone for Ali. The rest of them have gone for Brandy Rose, which makes sense. I could see either of them winning. I wouldn't mind either of them winning. <laughs> but I think um, the one the one next match, I think there's only one winner in this. Mm. Adam Page versus Kip Sabian. Also, there's Horsey versus Handsome Bastard, which is what Jack's titled I mean, it. I am not. I am not wrong. Yeah. Uh, so, I've gone Adam Page. Does it really need to... Do I really need to, to go into any details? Matt's also gone for Adam Page. Wins and losses, Matt. He's the first ever title match at All Out. Page has to win. Smoothman has gone for Adam Page as well. Uh, he said, no matter how much I like Kip Sabian, Sabian, he's dropping out here. I'm going for Adam Page. You've got to make him look strong. And then, after the match, Jericho can attack him. Because yes. it wouldn't make much sense attacking him during the match, Kev. Yeah, obviously, Adam Page wins. I do have to question why he's not getting a proper match against somebody any good to lead him into Jericho after what he got at the last event as well. It just stick him against someone where or you actually make him look strong. Kip Sabian's great, but beating Kip Sabian means nothing. It it would make it less predictable for sure. Because at this point, it's like, well, Adam Page is definitely winning. Yeah. Um, something that I'm seeing is definitely less predictable, though. The depth in the tag team division is definitely ridiculous. SCU, the team of Scorpio, Cut Sky, and Frankie Gazarian versus the Lucha Brothers of Phoenix and Pentagon. i got to go with my boys, Lucha Bros. I love them so much. They're so good. I enjoy them. And I want them to win. I, 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 I don't have any sort of rhyme or reason behind that. I just really like Lucha Bros. Um, Matt has gone for oh Lucha Bros, Pentax and Phoenix need to keep strong. Pentax, and, uh, Pentax <laughs> apparently <laughs> need to keep. Oh, no, where is it? Uh, need to keep strong as I assume they'll be in a feud with Bucks for the first tag title feud um, to come on TV. Smoothman has also gone for Lucha Bros. Give these guys a win. They, they need to start winning. <laughs> this is the perfect opportunity to give them their first win. I know SCU were the elite. I know they're the boys, but Lucha Bros are good. I'm not saying that really SEU aren't good, good, but Lucha Bros are a, a, a bit better than SEU. So, as Matt said, I think at some point they're going to be in the tag team feud with Young Bucks for the tag team championship, so they need to start looking strong some point soon. Kevin? Yeah, it has to be Lucha Brothers. SCU, in general, including Daniels, are just there to be high-level job guys, aren't they? They're, they're old. They'll be in for a year to help get over the younger, newer talent, and then they'll just move backstage and do coaching well, and stuff. Daniels is already head of talent relations at this point. I don't know how... Frankie Kazarian's been around for years, same with Daniels, because they were a tag team before one. Mm. Um, so I assume, yes, I assume they'll both go into some sort of coaching role at some point over the next couple of years, and then that leaves Scorpio Sky to go off on his own well interestingly they do keep they seem to be giving Scorpio Sky more mic, more mic time than the other two because he is going to have to break out from this because he's like yeah. 10 years younger than both of them so he, need, <laughs> he, he needs to be 
on his own in a year because these two ain't going to be on TV week in, week out, surely. I feel like in, in this upcoming tag team tournament that they're going to be doing, um, interestingly, they don't have a, one of these mad six-man, six-tag team, whatever it was like in the last one, which I thought they would. But in this tag team tournament that's coming up, I think they'll probably get a win, go out the, go through the ranks and then lose in the next round just to make him look a little strong. Um, but yeah, next match. A match that I'm looking forward to. I think it would be a fantastic match. Uh, Kenny Omega versus Achima. Not uh, much to add with this. I have gone for Kenny on the basis that he needs to start winning matches now. Uh, and I know we all hop back to all if wins and losses matter, but in this position it does. Uh, Omega really needs to start winning matches now, I think, for him to be considered credible. Uh, so, yes, for me, it has to happen. And it sort of lead, leads up to the old um, All Out as well. So, yeah, Omega for me. And Matt has gone for Omega, I believe. I presume it is. I'll, I'll just check it. Yeah, it's Omega. Uh, has to stay strong, blah, blah, blah. Friends with Cody Bucks, blah, blah. Omega has to win. That's Matt's word. Smooth one has also gone for Kenny. Saying, Chima won last time out. Kenny needs to win towards All Out. I've gone for Kenny as well. Because if Kenny... if Kenny's not losing here, but if he did, what's the point of him facing Moxley? Yeah. Like, what? what is the point? So, plus he's, he's one of the best in the world. And no disrespect to Chima, he's not. So he needs he needs to win here. Kev? Agreed. Chima's another one who's just in as a high-level, experienced job guy. That's what he's, he's here to lose to Kenny. He'll lose to Cody Rhodes at some point. He'll lose to Adam Page at some point. And in a year, he won't be wrestling for him anymore. That's what he's there for. Probably, yeah. <laughs> um, what would probably be the main event, I think it'd be a bit weird if it wasn't, the Brothers versus Brothers match. Cody and Dustin Rhodes versus the Young Bucks. This, this could is, be an interesting one. This is hard to call. Genuinely hard to call. The Bucks are arguably the stronger tag team here. They, but then this, is in the, this, in theory, could be Dustin's last match. So he would be... T- so... so with it being his last match, he would be there to, to do the job for the Bucks if that's how you're supposed to do things in wrestling. But then Cody's staying on anyway, so it, it's hard to it's hard to really call where it's going to be. Maybe you get the massive feel-good moment, all four of them hugging in the ring afterwards or something. I, I don't know, but, uh, but I've, I've gone for Bucks, just on the basis they are the stronger tag team. And Matt has also... Oh, Matt... <laughs> Matt's gone for Young Bucks. Uh, the Bucks appear to have the uh, strongest tag team. Uh, if the Rhodes win, then there's some issues that need correcting quick. All right, okay then. Thanks for being so blunt about it. <laughs> Smoothman's gone for Cody and Dustin. Saying Dustin to retire after this match has to win, apparently. I've gone for the Young Bucks. What's the point of having the one of the best tag teams in the world in your tag division if they're going to be beaten by a team that hasn't wrestled in five years or so. And what's the point in Cody winning in a tag team match against one of the best tag teams in the world when he's just going to be a singles guy anyway? Yeah, I agree. And plus, Dustin's... Like, I kind of agree. I think this could possibly be Dustin's last match. I think he's there to put over the Young Bucks a bit more. He'll, he he's looks like the obvious one to take the pin for, probably. Um and then, like you said, he's they're all just gonna hug in the ring. So I, I fi- I'm, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Young Bucks. It makes more sense in my head that way. What if Dustin turns heel after the match and beats up Cody? Well, Cody would probably bleed again. So there we go. <laughs> Kev, <laughs> yeah, it's got to be the Young Bucks. 
it's just i mean it's this whole show feel has a very predictable feel to it and it is it's all about just establishing some of these guys who perhaps the u.s audience isn't as familiar with so you need omega to win you need the young bucks to win you need the lucha brothers to win to make it clear that these are the top guys in their respective divisions same you need adam page to win so that people know who the good ones are if they've never watched new japan or ring of honor yeah that makes sense and also i think this is this is in theory a filler pay-per-view to keep just to keep the audience interested in AEW until we can get to the live tv shows so well, this was we... this was announced before Firefest because this was announced in their first mm. ever yeah. that first ever press conference thing. So I, I, it seems it, it does seem very WWE esque to have two big pay per views in two weeks, essentially, yeah. uh, right next to each other. So well, the other well, the other one wasn't a big pay per view; it was more of a house show. That I, that, that feels like a house show. But it's, it was still their second ever show, so in that mm. sense, it's a big pay per view. Yeah. Um, are we all happy with our predictions? Are we all happy? How, how do we think Fight for the Fallen is going to be going? Is it going to be a good show? Obviously, you said it's going to be show. very feel good moments, Kev. But I mean, I, mean, I, think, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good show. I don't. I think they'll tone it down a bit. I, I don't. I don't think you'll see anything that's going to be heavily controversial anymore. Um, Talk about controversial. Stop you there. What do you think Chris Jericho is going to do? Well, he's got a live mic, isn't he? Exactly. So he's gonna... That man can't be trusted with a live mic nowadays, I don't think. Mm, I think he's just going to shit on WWE everywhere. a little bit, to be honest. And then he'll, um, I don't know, headbutt someone. I don't know. Or give that Judas elbow. Is it Judas elbow is what he calls it? Yeah. He's going to come and steal the show because he's Chris Jericho. And yeah. That's what Chris Jericho does. Yeah, pretty much. Probably. But is it the right show to do it when it's for charity? It's Jericho. Jericho gives no fucks. Yeah. He does what he wants. Extreme Rules then. Is Extreme Rules going to be better or worse than Fight for the Fallen? We will find out in due course. We're going to start off with a big one because I forgot to do it in order because the Cruiserweights are definitely going to go on the pre-show. <laughs> but we're going to do it in what order I've done here. No holds barred match. Big guys up first. Undertaker, Roman versus Shane and Drew McIntyre. Well, in, in a shocking turn of events, I've gone for Taker and Roman. It's a feel-good moment. It's just easy. I say it's a feel-good moment. It's not for me, because I just don't I don't give a toss about Taker anymore. But, um, yeah, it'll be an okay match, I'm sure, but it won't be anything to, to, to write home about. Uh, I've just seen Matt's description for the match. Uh, Matt's... Oh, don't read all that out. That's harsh. We might not like the guy. We don't want him to get injured. Thank you, Matt. Uh, Taker and Roman. Uh, stupid match. Hope Shane injures himself badly. We don't hope Shane gets injured. Matt does. Matt. We don't. To be very controversial on everyone else's... You haven't said um, Smoothman's yet. I will. I'm going to go for Shane and Drew. Taker's going to go for... Taker, Shane Smoothman's going to go for Taker and Roman because he, I didn't say his first because he said couldn't care less, so I couldn't care less about his prediction. I'm going to go for Shane and Drew. Drew McIntyre will pin Undertaker, leading to a match at SummerSlam between Drew Take, Drew McIntyre and Undertaker. Drew McIntyre will finally retire the Undertaker. He Taker's going to stay. Taker's not going to retire until the Saudi money dries up. I don't think he will because I've uh, judging by his face after the last one, he definitely thought I can't do this anymore. He's got enough. Money. He's probably thought to himself and spoken to Michelle McCorn and thought, "I'm not doing this. Give me one last run in America to make my career go out on top." 
give me someone who I can put over. Who needs to be put over more than anyone at the moment because he constantly loses. And that is a man with a devastating Claymore kick in Drew McIntyre. I Kevin. love that. I love that. But I can't see it happening, but I love that. Yeah, I, I get to the same match at SummerSlam, but via a different route. Um, I think we're going to see Roman Reigns get beaten up for 15, 20 minutes. This is WWE. Um, eventually get the hot tag to Undertaker to hit his moves. Um, all three of them. He'll then pin Shane. And then Drew's going to beat the hell out of him. Oh, and Shane. Shane's the best in the world. I think the, I think this is how you write Shane off of TV for a little while. I think they need to do that. He's next WWE champion, mate. Can't do that. No, I think that, I think this is how you write him off of TV. Because um, let's face it, if you're Paul Heyman or Eric Bischoff, do you want Shane McMahon on your TV show? No. I don't know. He's the boss's son after all, isn't he? Yeah, what but do you, see either, do you see either of those guys going, oh, well, okay then. <laughs> I'm not going to call Someone's knocking on the door. Somebody's ringing my bell. Alistair Black Cesaro. Anyone's got anything other than Alistair Black, I think they're pretty, pretty dumb dumb. Yeah, this one surely doesn't even count for points, does it? For this no, not for you, no, thing. It yeah, because it's so obvious. It's Alistair Black. It, it's gonna be... the first one, to be fair. I, I was going to say, yeah, it, it, it will be Alistair Black, and we know that. That's fine. But this will be a really good match. It should be Because they've been building Cesaro for, for a while now. And um, I mean, yes, he's just going to be fed to to black, but it's going to be a really good match, uh, an almost NXT esque style match. I think this one we got coming up. Uh, Matt has gone for well, quite blunt, black. blunt, blunt um, explanation. If he loses, he's dead. Is what Matt has just said about Alistair Black. So someone's getting injured, and now someone's going to die. Um, Smith was gone for Alistair Black. His first big single feud. Uh, think he think he might win here. Cheers, cheers, cheers smooth. And he's gone for Alistair Black. I've gone for Ali Black as well. I like what they've done because I I always said for weeks that it should be Randy Orton because Randy Orton can eat a, uh, eat a pin. He can he can lose. It's fine. And he can he's the type of person to put over someone and have a really good match. Cesaro can do that as well. Cesaro can eat a eat a pin for loss here. It's fine. And what I really want to see is Black Mass, Cesaro spits his gum shield, make the Black Mass look insanely good. Hmm. Spit that gum shield into row, row F. Kick his teeth back up into his face. Kick the braces off him. <laughs> yeah. It can't be anyone other than Alistair Black, really, can it? We assume you've gone for Alistair Black as well, Kev. Chris has already written it down. Yes, absolutely. Um, next up, last man standing match. Last monster standing match, if you will. Oh, Braun Strowman. Yeah. Yeah, Braun um, Strowman. Bobby yeah. Lashley. Yeah, it's it's going to be Strowman. In, in a feud that, I mean, if this is designed to elevate Strowman, then okay, I guess. I mean, they had a really good sort of throw around of each other last week on Raw. That was cool. Uh, if it's more of the same like that, then yeah, I'm, I'm all for it. Strowman's going to win. Simple, really, isn't it? Uh, Matt has gone for, I believe, Strowman as well. Bobo Lashlow. Wait, what? He's gone for Bobby Lashlow. Bobo Lashlow, no. Jesus. Nobody That's gives a monkey. Oh, so. cheers, mate. Um, Smoothman's gone for Strowman as well, saying that I really don't care about this. I even nearly picked Sting. I think we should change it to Sting anyway. Yeah, we'll change it to Sting. Um, Kev. The spot with the, at the top of the ramp with the Titan Tron, that really invested me in this match. And then Bobby Lashley came back on Raw, and I was like, I don't care. So, <laughs> I've gone for 
Braun Strowman because there's obviously this whole thing that Paul Heyman really likes him. If you're going to come out saying that someone really likes someone else and then he loses, what's the point? So yeah, Braun Strowman. Yeah, it's going to be Strowman with bells on because the the Heyman thing is is that he's going to go back to being an actual monster going around just killing everyone constantly. So he's got to start here. I think not only does it need to be Strowman, it needs to be Strowman spectacularly and quite quickly. I was tempted to go for a draw. <laughs> I almost went for a draw. Because I, I, I think they want Bobby Lashley to be good, but it's Bobby Lashley at the end of the day. And I think they'll try everything to make Bobby Lashley look good. But like I said, it's Bobby Lashley at the end of the day. So yeah. The pre-show match, which I, I assume it's not, I don't think it's been announced yet, but I, I'm assuming it's going to be pre-show match. Because it's cruiserweights and cruiserweights need to be on the pre-show to make everyone else look good. Drew Gulak, the champion, versus Tony Nice. I've gone Drew Gulak. It's his first proper pay-per-view title defence. I believe it's his first title defence so far. Yes. That, yes, it is. Then, well, yeah, I think he needs to. Uh, I think he needs to win it. To be honest, I don't want to. I don't think that on, on on sort of B pay, on B level pay-per-views there needs to be maybe one or two title changes, but I don't think this is one of them. So no. Um, Matt has also, I presume, gone for Drew Gulags as well. He has. Uh, reasoning, you don't have him lose his first title defence unless he wasn't supposed to win the title in the first place. Sound logic from Matt, and no one's dying in this version, so fair Sounds enough. Cool. Um, Smoothman's gone for Drew Gulak as well. If he loses the title this soon, it's friggin' friggin' criminal. Smoothman can't be the language like friggin' Ooh. in the reactions. I've gone for Drew Gulak because he is my boy, and Tony needs to have a good run, but it's it's time for the the Gulak to reign supreme over 205 Live. Kevin? Got to be Gulak. Gulak's got a big weekend ahead of him. He's got his... Um, he's on the Evolve show, out. isn't he? Oh, yeah, that's happening as well, isn't it? We got Tim predictions for that. Oh. What, Evolve? Yeah. <laughs> we better not. We might get some backlash for that. You've yeah, um, gone for Gulak, yeah? Yes. We'll, we'll move on then. Raw Tag Team Championship match. Revival as the champions definitely didn't forget that they were champions versus the Usos. I've got you got. Yeah, I've gone for the Usos on the basis that you forgot that Revival were the champions. That's that speaks volumes, really, doesn't it? Uh, Vince clearly, I mean, the, the whole situation, the Revival and management. It's borderline well documented. I think it's time for the Usos. As long as they stop this, you know, just just stop being wacky characters and go back to have a little bit more attitude like they used to have. I'm down with Usos being champions again. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Uh, oh bloody hell, Matt! Usos are winning. He says his description. Apparently, Usos autocorrects to ISIS. So be thankful I realised that I wasn't that wasn't my pick. Vince hates the revival. Cheers to that one, Matt. Cool. Um, Smoothman has gone for the revival. Okay. Let me just wipe that out. He says that as much as the Usos deserve to be champions again, we have seen it before. We've seen the revival be champions before as well, Smoothman. So I don't think it matters. I've seen. Uh, I've seen. I've predicted the revival as well. I think the Usos probably need to win it at SummerSlam. I would think. Sorry. It's locked in now. I can't change. I'm going to go for the revival. 
I, I think WWE want to try and butter them up a little bit to try and see if they want to sign new contracts and if they say, look, you can be champions, you can run the tag team division for a bit, let's try and make this work. It won't work. Because they don't care about tag division. It's their, it's their way of trying to do it, I think. So I've gone for the revival to spearhead the Raw's tag team division to go up against AEW's. Kevin. I also think it would be the revival. Um, they have a new shirt out on the WWE store, and it's awesome. Um, I did see it. I was tempted. It's a nice shirt. And... Not only do I think it would be the revival, I think this would be the best tag match you see all weekend. Oh. It should be. <laughs> it should be. SmackDown Tag Team Champions now. I never going from one dead division to another one. Um, Daniel Bryan and Rowan, the champions, versus the New Day team of Big E and Xavier Woods versus Heavy Machinery, Otis and Taki. Chris, who have we got and why? I think I'm going to regret this. I've got a new day. Um, it's, it's a tough call. Because, I mean, down the line, I've got Kofi retaining as well. So I've got new day holding oh, got, holding all their equivalent gold for, for a little while until SummerSlam, where that's all going to change. But, um, yeah, new day for me. I think it sort of ties in with the, with the Summer, SummerSlam storyline coming up. Matt... Uh, he's gone for the new day with Riesling being pancakes in it. Good. Fantastic. Uh, Smoothman has, I believe, gone for Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Yes, he has. He said, as much as I could see a time to change hands here, there could be a heel, there could be heel shenanigans spelt heel as in I'm going to heal you, not heel as in bad guy heel. You're a teacher. You're a teacher Smoothman, <laughs> learn English. Um, HM to, pit, to take the pin, heavy machinery to take the pin. Like I said earlier, I've also gone for Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And I don't know why, because I, I, I kind of want to see New Day hold all the gold, but at the same time, I don't. And I think Daniel Bryan and Rowan probably... I, I like what they're doing with the tag team division at the moment. They've been saying that they want to build it up to be strong. I think they deserve that chance to do it. Daniel Bryan and Rowan. Kevin, who have you got and why? See, despite saying earlier on that I agreed that Heavy Machinery are there to take the pin, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win it. I think they've been built up quite nicely. I think it's time to get Daniel Bryan back in the singles division again, because I'm assuming there's going to be a WWE title change. So we need to get him back in the singles division. Mm, no, I'll go Heavy Machinery. As much fun as it would be seeing... Um, the New Day win the tag titles on the same night Kofi loses the WWE title because there's a story there. There's definitely a story there that would be a lot of fun. I'm going to go Heavy Machinery just to be different. Um, we all know how much you'd like to be different, don't you? I do like to be different. You can't win if you're not different. Exactly. Another match on that contender. The United States Championship match. Ricochet as a champion defending against your boy, Mr. Too Sweet himself, AJ Styles. I've gone against what I usually what I just said about um, B shows having one or two title changes. I've gone AJ because it 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 if they're building the club up again into something that's going to run the show or to to an extent, then they have to have him beat Ricochet. Uh, you can't have just a, a beat down afterwards. I've just seen you've gone for it, Jack. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but 
Yeah, yeah, I've, I've made a prediction. I'll go with AJ. It's it's a fifty fifty call, but I've gone AJ for this one. And Matt has also he's going to go on AJ as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's gone AJ. Uh, yes, he has selected AJ. Hate the fact that Ricochet is being ruined further. Ruined further, really? Okay, but there's no point in bringing the club back together unless AJ's winning. Club. In the club, Smoothman has also gone AJ Styles and said the club will interfere with heelish. Spout right this time. Nice one, Smoothman. Um, heelish tactics screw over Ricochet. Now, I've gone for Ricochet. The club will interfere, but interfere too much, and it will cause a DQ. Ricochet to retain that way, leading to a match at SummerSlam, leading to AJ Styles winning the title on a big stage. So Ricochet to retain here. I've had too many title changes. I'm, I've got one, at least one of these wrong. <laughs> See, I'm also going Ricochet because uh, you, you don't need two mid-level titles in one faction. And if they're going to do the club, they've got to do it properly and get Mr. Intercontinental Champion involved as well. So I think eventually we head there and AJ Styles is your main event leader and goes in for the Universal title. So I think Ricochet wins here. And this is just a transitional feud to get a cool match, put Ricochet over big because Ricochet's been main event in Raw the last few weeks. Clearly, Paul Heyman likes him. Yes, and he's rumoured for a big push at some point, whether that means a big push for the United States belt or the Universal belt. We'll have it to could wait be. I, I could see him being on the cover of one of the WWE games in the next year or so. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, yeah probably. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship, Bailey versus the champion. Bailey versus um, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross in a handicap match. Bailey to retain. She does have. Mem- I mean, yeah, yeah, she feels like a third wheel in this feud, but she still has momentum behind her. Don't mess it up just yet. I mean, in, I mean, go, going by what you guys said earlier on about Sasha Banks coming down, that kind of ties in with everything. Fair enough. Uh, may, maybe you know to make the save at the end. Sure, that's cool. Uh, but Bailey retained and then me. beat the hell out of her to set up Bailey versus Banks at SummerSlam. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want you to steal it from me. Who's my couple? We ain't getting joint champs. Alexa ain't winning. Cross ain't winning. This is where Alexa turns on Cross after the match. That's the most. That's the most likely thing to happen. Is that there's going to be uh, Bailey's not Bailey. Um, blessed turn on Cross. Smoothman thinks otherwise. Issues with Bliss and Cross. Cross could turn. Cr- I wouldn't no. mind. I could, wouldn't mind Nikki Cross turning. Yeah, I'd but like it. But what Bliss. Well, actually, it doesn't mean that she'll turn babyface because a heel beating up a heel doesn't automatically make the heel getting beaten up babyface. But can you have a heel versus heel feud? Well, we'll see what happens with Io Shirai uh, soon, anyway, because Io Shirai's in a heel feud with Shayna Baszler now, isn't she? They haven't really sorted it out. On they will be. Quite yet, um, I've gone for Bailey as well because Mr. Spoiler Alert over there <laughs> ruined. What I was going to say obviously where they're going. That's Sasha how Banks they've convinced Sasha down. Banks to come back because she's winning the title at SummerSlam. Sasha Banks is going to come down, help Bailey. She's going to pop the crowd, help Bailey, yeah. to and then the beat title. the hell out of her. Raise the hands, cuddle, and then we finally get the bus. 
a finally heels NXT, NXT Sasha Banks SummerSlam she's going to win the title there yeah. and then that builds up a feud on Smackdown of Bailey versus Sasha and then on Raw you can have Alexa Bliss blame Nikki Cross beat her down and then you can have that feud exactly Instantly, you've got two feuds, different women's divisions perfect it makes so much sense I love the that. only way you can do it I love it I, 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 I don't know so who've you actually got to win the match who, me? I've gone for uh, Bailey. Uh, I've gone Kevin. Bailey as well. Yeah, Bailey. Uh, okay, fine. You have to have Bailey win. You can't yeah. have joint champions. Because you have to have the feel-good moment of Sasha coming back and helping her win. Yeah, she's gonna get, before she's gonna she turns on it. She's going to pop the boys when she comes back. She's then going to pop the boys even harder when she turns heel. So it's, it's simple maths. Or simple Bailey maths. turns on Sasha like she did last year. Nah. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> but that was really good, though, for a week. Have, you can have a bit more creative freedom as a heel and I think that's probably what Sasha Banks is uh, aiming for um, the one that I didn't want to predict because I think it's quite unpredictable and I don't like it and it's Kofi versus Samoa Kofi WWE. wins to me Kofi wins has and then uh, New Day New Day have all their have all the gold they can have for, for a little while ties it over to SummerSlam where someone uh, whether it's someone cashes in or whether someone beats Kofi for the title there. But in the meantime, it's a bit of a New Day run up until SummerSlam for me personally. Matt has gone for... Joe should Joe should be the winner here, uh, but he isn't Vince's man. Now, I do agree with that. Uh, I, I, I kind of get the impression that Joe certainly isn't a Vince guy. Uh, but yes, he's gone, for, he's gone for Kofi to win. Smoothman's gone for Samosa Joseph. Interesting. Saying, uh, now is the time to take the title of Kofi to give it to Joe. Joe needs to begin to look strong while holding a main event title. I've left mine blank. <laughs> um, no for, contest? The entire week, ever since this feud started, I was like, Samoa is winning. It's obvious. Samoa is winning. But. <laughs> Rock ain't cashing in on Samoa Joe. Brock's they cashing in on Kofi, not Joe. Don't add Brock. I'm not thinking, I'm not thinking about Brock. But that's are how you know who wins. Kofi, are they going to have Kofi drop the title on a B show, essentially? Or are if they going to wait? It means, if it means the cash-in happens, then it doesn't matter whether Kofi drops the title on a B show. I'm not thinking about Brock. Stop bringing Brock into this. But, 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 but Brock then you said Brock and WWE champion. But then you can Brock and Joe again. Remember Brock and Joe. The feud for Brock and Joe was amazing. Just remember that. He's protecting you. Plus, we get babyface Samoa Joe then as well, which would be amazing. Because mm -hmm. that, that would work tremendously. Tremendously, <laughs> as Chris Ebank once again would say. Um, Dependent. <sighs> Dead air. Make, make a decision. Um, I've got my buttons on the S key and the K key. So it's not helping whatsoever. Go um, on, you know you want to put him down for a draw. He's he's run out of time. He therefore it becomes a draw. I'm going for Smojo. I've done for it. Oh, he was my first pick. Oh, oh, oh. He was my first pick all week. Ever since the few started, Smojo's gonna win. Kevo, what are you going for? Kofi, and then Brock cashes in. But then, why would you do that here when you could do it at SummerSlam? But could do it at SummerSlam. Because then, because then you can do Brock and Joe at SummerSlam. But is but is that a main event show? Is that main event Brock and Joe? Babyface Joe, it is. 
The, the one thing that I've been... Or you could do Brock and Kevin Owens at SummerSlam. That, that was the thing. On Tuesday, oh. I was like, Kevin Owens has turned babyface. Kevin Owens needs a, needs to face someone. Finn Balor's a face. He's not going to face him. Ricochet's a face. Not going to face him. Vince is never putting two fat lads together in a main event. So it ain't going to be Joe against Owens. Unless you're in a tag team. Not, not, not when Seth and Specky are... Dating, I don't know. What you think, that. Brock Lesnar for the WWE title isn't going to main event the show? He didn't. He didn't well, no, I mean, it's main event uh, only because he was losing. Yeah, <laughs> Brock have main evented before on Great Balls of Fire, I believe it was. Sounds good. Um, but no, that's why I said it. Was, I, I think I just can't get my head around it. Brock just adds, which is why Brock's perfect for a Money in the Bank because it just adds a whole new element that. I don't want to see, but I want to see it. <laughs> the dynamic they were all frightened Plus, of. the the Fox TV deal starts, what, September? October. September. So you need that title on Brock before then. Oh, yeah, 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 that can, yeah, that can happen at SummerSlam. That's fine. Happen. So do it at SummerSlam? We'll move on. We've you got to have, have Kofi against Big but, E at but SummerSlam. Is, is Brock guaranteed SmackDown now? Is, <laughs> is, 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 is it basically nailed on that Brock's going to, Summer, uh, Brock's going to Fox? That's the really strong rumour. Brock, Brock's the champion as they head to Fox. Because you could have the ultimate bastard move. It's right at the end of SummerSlam. You've got Seth, Holt, Seth is, Seth's arms raised. Brock comes out and just wipes the floor with him. He goes, yep, see you later. Similar to how um, Seth did um, Brock at Mania with the, with the whole cash in there. I think whoever wins the main event at SummerSlam is going to be your champion on SmackDown in October. So it's Roman Reigns, confirmed. Next up, <laughs> talking about Seth Rollins, a winner-takes-all Extreme Rules oh, match. Seth Rollins, sake. as the Universal Champion, and girlfriends, did you know, Becky Lynch as the Raw Women's Champion versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans. If Baron and Lacey lose... They will not get another shot until SummerSlam, apparently. Oh, good. Is that that's not seriously the stipulation? Is that what it was? They don't get another shot ever. Probably, they, they will get another shot. It's Baron Corbin. He's a handsome guy. <laughs> don't get another shot for as long as those two are champions. That's how it was put. Don't get another shot until next week on Raw. Yeah, <laughs> these both need taking off TV for <laughs> a year and repackaging completely. Aaron Corbin's handsome. Give Chris his airtime. He needs to say why. I, 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 I know. I don't. I don't need to add anything other than this is shite, and I don't want to see it. I, don't worry. I've seen what Matt's put, <laughs> so you'll have fun reading that. Oh, for God's sake! Right, of course. Wait, what? <laughs> Matt has come for Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin. The only the only way this is any good is if this is when they decide, actually, you know what, we are doing intergender matches, and you have Baron Corbin and Becky Lynch beat the hell out of each other. Uh, they won't do that. That would be awesome. That no, would be awesome. No, but no. What, what you're going to get is you're going to get uh, Becky Lynch winning by putting a disarmor on Baron Corbin. Um, okay, so Matt has put Evans and Corbin. Vince bought himself five years of trolling with WrestleMania 35 in his eyes. What's more trolly than giving the Universal title to a man who's proved to not be a draw and the woman's title to a diva? Question mark. Uh, he's handsome and she's a former Marine. So it makes so much sense. But she's a heel. 
Smooth one has gone for Rollins and Becky Lynch as well. It's saying this silliness needs to bloody stop. Stop. First it was friggin' and now it's bloody. Keep the titles. Um, um, keep titles. Move away. Smooth one. You're a teacher. English. <laughs> keep titles. Move away. Like I'm on a comma there somewhere. <laughs> keep titles. Move. Away. Oh, just remove. Keep titles. Does make sense there? Move away from this man's man. Ball crap. They're not moving away from that. They've got t-shirts. And tell different stories. I've gone for Seth and Becky because (sighs) if they want if they want people to be interested in the product, they're not gonna put it on Lacey Evans and Baron Corbin, are they? Unless Brock cashes in here on Baron Corbin, and then Brock is your biggest baby face. Which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No. It doesn't have to make sense. Obviously, Seth and Becky win. Yeah. Unless... No. No, I'm I'm going for them, but I would be quite tempted to have Corbin and Evans win at the pay-per-view and then drop the titles back on Raw the next night just to give people a reason to watch Raw. Watch Raw. (laughs) That is right. Uh, No, they might not watch Raw this week, but (laughs) if your two big titles change hand, they'll watch Raw the next week. Yeah. If you establish titles, change hands on Raw. The, the funny thing is, there is a storyline there of how Brock got... Brock... Baron Corden tried to cost Brock the title at some point, didn't he? Um, did he? I thought he would... He t- that was, wasn't he faffing around trying to cost Braun Strowman the title in a Lesnar match? I thought it was the other way around. It might have been Braun Strowman. He belt-shotted Strowman, didn't he? I I remember Lesnar and Corbin being in the same ring. I thought they were causing shenanigans. It doesn't make any sense. Ignore me. And that is predictions done for not only Fight for the Fallen, but also Extreme Brawls. Anything else to add before we plug stuff? Chris isn't even here. I didn't even notice. Kev, anything um, else? To- um, you can get a release your inner Bailey shirt as well. There's so many new shirts today. This is amazing. Release your inner Bailey on WWE. Shop. A Dolph Ziggler should be me T-shirt. I'm sure they're selling out, selling off the socks. Do you want to plug plug all your stuff? I know people um, will know who you are. Just type plug- L- just type into the internet. L O L L U J O. You'll find my stuff. And there's a certain event happening in nine days' time. Oh, of course there is, which this podcast is officially sponsoring, according to Matt's instructions, um, MGPX. Everyone has to come to MGPX in Peterborough. Pay what you want. Just turn up the brewery tap in Peterborough. All the details are on the Facebook page. Um, just find, sure. find find me, find my Facebook page, find the event, come to Peterborough. Bob's your uncle. You get to meet all of this lot. Get Jack, Jack, will, Jack will sign your arm so that you can have his signature tattooed into your arm. There you go. So Wait, what? For free as well. Chris has just returned. It doesn't yeah. matter. We're going to leave a link to the MGPX um, in the, the description of the podcast. What's the well. day of it again? The 20th of July, where 2019, Peterborough, Brewery, Brewery Tap. What time does it start? During that day at some point. Look, I haven't planned it in that much detail yet, for goodness sake. <laughs> what time? At this point What's is mad I'm, is I'm actually in Peterborough up. that day. I'm showing up at around midday. I'm sharing a room with Matt later on that night. That's all I know. Who's who's showing up in Peterborough that day? Me. I'm in Peterborough that day. (laughs) 
Oh, there you, you go then. He will be there. I've been Peterborough for half an hour before I get picked up and then taken to my parents because we're going around there for a few days. Well, no, then just make sure you stick your head in the brewery tap. Where are you getting picked up from? The brewery tap is directly opposite Peterborough Station. All right, if, 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 you're, if you're in Peterborough at half past 11, I'll say hello. I'll be at Peterborough Station at half past 11 picking short stay up, so I'll see you. All right, no worries. Sounds good. <laughs> I might even be there. I might even, I'll might. i probably be in the brewery tap when it first opens at midday. All get right. in. Sounds good. I'll say hello then. But yeah, type Twitter. Uh, type Twitter. Type if it's working, Twitter. That is, we don't know if it's working yet. It is. Tracy's oh. confirmed the Twitter is now working again. Okay. Type Lujo into Twitter. You'll find him with that horrible photo. It's an excellent which... photo. It's, it, it, you it, love that photo. It's an iconic photo. Talking about iconics, they're not on the cards. But we're not talking about that now. If you <laughs> want to leave five star five star reviews on the iTunes, please do leave a review as well. That would mean a hell of a lot to us. Search us on Twitter at BadBookersWP. Find our website as well, www.badbookers.com, where you can find this podcast, our YouTube videos, if I ever decide I want to do them. Um, massive blogs. Matt's doing a, an Attitude Era blog. How good was the Attitude Era? Question mark. Um, so blogs of his will be coming out soon, as well as after Extreme Rules, I will be doing Raw and SmackDown reviews as, again. Just haven't had the motivation to recently and other than that i don't think there's anything else to plug because smoothman usually does this no no thank you very much for listening bye are you tired of the same old pro wrestling then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world Get over 4,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 110 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.